Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about the life-changing habit or practice of travel. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk in Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about emotions, rhythms, marriage, parenting, and faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a better life. You were so excited I, was, I read that. You forgot I, your part. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Brooke said thank you. That's so cool. So yeah, we're here. Still eating my grapes. Still eating your grapes. Um, thank you for... I, I don't. I, I literally don't know what to do okay, right well, now. Okay, so you can say it again. Yeah, thanks Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for making this part of your week. Um, I was really encouraged by... Again, this wasn't last week's episode, so this is episode 146, the life-changing, I would say more practice of Yeah, but I think travel. a practice, right? A habit is something that you do over and over that's yeah. a priority. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I was super encouraged by, we shared the clip of Jesus is the lifter of eyes, which is 144, mm. um, and I'm just like so encouraged by how much it encouraged people. Like, thank you for sharing that and like encouragement, uh, talk, encouragement inception yeah just keeps going. yeah i was just like oh cool that really resonated with people and that felt cool because like again so there are times when you do this for so long you're like <laughs> am i saying anything of value yeah <laughs> i mean i've been crying on the internet for over three years now <laughs> and i was like hey finally said something <laughs> um yeah so uh we're gonna get into it brooke has uh Brooke's like kind of taken over the role of producer a little bit where mm. she's like, Hey, I got some plans. I got some notes. I like, it seems more fitting for my personality. Yes, it does. Cause like you could literally say, Hey TJ, we're going to record a podcast in five minutes. And I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. What and you could do? say that to me and I would say, yeah. all right, let's do you it. I could sit down, but I might not have words, words in brain yeah. quite yet. Um, and so, yeah, so I really appreciate what you've been doing and I'm oh, excited thanks. to get into it this week. <laughs> um, we're going to... I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead. I, I have a review of the week. Can I get there? Yeah. Okay. Um, this week's review is titled The Best. Five stars. Nice. I'm into it. Um, these two, I think they mean us. They add encouragement, laughs, and depth to my day, and I'm so blessed by this podcast. Trust me, this podcast is all you never knew. Oh, wow. Is all that you never knew you could be missing in your Whoa. day, commute, and life. That makes sense. I just, this is my first time yeah. reading it out loud. Um, I feel like I already know them and have been friends with them for years and get to share in on all their amazing inside jokes. Inside Which jokes. you'll I, eventually, I hope to be a part of them yeah. Which you'll really get to be a part of Black Friday weekend. Interesting. Just mark it on your calendar. I'm just going to say that every podcast until Black Friday. Yeah. You should mark that day. Or if you subscribe, mark the day before Thanksgiving on your calendar. Yeah. Still not sure how we're going to work that out. but Right. Um, also, the tears and the heartfelt moments. TJ and Brooke, thanks for sharing your life with us. Okay, I love you. Bye. Thank you for the review. We love you too. Bye. <laughs> um, okay. After the review, I'll get into some charting. Oh, chart where updates. are we on the charts? Wow. So, Fill me in while I eat my grapes. Um, I'm just going to read what I wrote on the story. Okay. A mixed week on the charts as we were hit with a harsh reality that we fell off the charts in South Africa. Maybe it's <laughs> Elon Musk buying Twitter or maybe it's something else. It's too early to tell. 
It also looks like our fan base in Antigua and Barbuda took the week off, or, or maybe it's because we spent the week discussing whether we say in the name of their country correctly. <laughs> they were like, I'm not listening anymore. Not all bad. I don't know where I am. Not all bad news as we see some movement in the Netherlands and a huge jump to number 60 for all of podcasts in Honduras. What a historic <laughs> climb. Still waiting to chart in the U.S. and it's too early to tell whether my parents listen to this week's podcast. Mm. Honduras, man. Yeah, number 60 in all of podcasts. I do know where that is and I have heard of that. But <laughs> I mean, I've heard of the other ones too. It was just, the funny thing is we've actually been to Antigua. Antigua. I still don't know how to say it. I've heard people say it both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. Um, well, that should be a sound clip. From Why don't we have any psych sound clips? I don't know. <gasps> We're failing. All the things he calls. Um, yeah. Gus. Gus. Wow. My brain is going to think what about that for a minute. No, we went there on our honeymoon. That's why we've been there. What are there. we doing? Right? Yeah, we went to Antigua uh, on our honeymoon. Not Barbuda. No, no, no. Uh-uh. I still am not. I'm still uncertain. Anyways. Anyway. This is not helping us on the charts in Antigua. Um, yeah. I'm team Antigua. I yeah, just... so I also think we may be charted on the Netherlands because you said, and I quote, Sweden known for their hatred of dogs. <laughs> and so maybe there's like a beef between Netherlands and Sweden. And they were like. And they were like, oh, the Netherlands were like, Brooke is my person. Yeah. I don't know what they sound like. I don't th- that sounds a little bit too uh you're did you sound too close to Russia okay well it's an immigrant who's immigrated from Russia to the Netherlands it's a whole backstory to listen to our podcast <laughs> yeah yeah because they like dogs unlike Sweden or they don't like dogs Netherlands doesn't like this Netherlands character does not like Swedish people and so oh. you <laughs> throwing Sweden under the bus for their he hatred of in. dogs he was like I'll get behind that so now he has started a YouTube channel <laughs> pointing out <laughs> how much Swedish people hate dogs. It's not Swedish dogs, it's Swedish fish. That's just one video. Yeah. In a series of videos. Speaking of YouTube. <laughs> oh boy. I went down a rabbit hole. Did I have, have I discussed this? I don't know. I'm going to keep eating my grapes though. I went down a rabbit hole. Um, well, I watched this YouTube video of this guy discussing another YouTuber who doesn't believe that Australia is a real place. Right. His whole YouTube channel is dedicated to Australia, Australia is, is fake. And is it I the was like, or no. Okay. So fill me in. The, the guy was like basically doing like a mini documentary on this other YouTuber. So I was like, it was, you're watching a YouTuber talking, talking about, about a YouTuber, a YouTuber who, who believes Australia is not real. Yes. Okay. And so I guess within the internet, there are people who believe that the earth is flat. Yeah. I'm aware we, of that. We, we were the flat earthers. Some of those flat earthers believe that Australia can't be real because I guess of the way of the flatness. I don't, I don't totally understand that, mm. but that is a theory okay. that Australia is fake because if the earth was flat, it couldn't exist. I don't know. I don't know. why. It can't just be part of the flat earth. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it fell off the waterfall at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill this from the Netherlands, he knows. <laughs> we'll ask him. But this guy... That's not his theory. Mm. His theory is that New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, New Zealand, which is near Australia. Yep. Kind of, quote unquote, near Australia. Is the worst place you could ever go. So. That's so funny. It's on my, like, Because New Zealand had such a bad reputation as the worst place on earth, they created Australia so that Australia. So they're not the worst. (laughs) 
be the worst place. So they any, need somebody to throw under the bus. Okay. So they created Australia. So anytime you fly to Australia, you're actually just Quote flying unquote. to New Zealand. Mm. And everybody there is a paid actor from the New Zealand government to act like an Australia. So anybody you've ever met from Australia is a paid actor hired by the New Zealand government. Wow. So that New Zealand looks at it. I was watching this <laughs> and I was just like, again, this, this is a shtick. Like it can't, I was going to say, there's no way this, it's real. This, this is just, this is just what he decided to real. make his channel about. It's sort of like the birds aren't real guys. So like there's another. Babe though, babe. We're studying birds and homeschooling. So just <laughs> look out. The birds aren't real is birds were all destroyed by the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of this, and they were replaced with drones. Yeah. And that's why they set on power line. Because <laughs> they're charging. Because they're charging. Yeah. And if you ever find a real bird that's been like hit by a car or dead or captured by a cat and mm. left at your front door, like our cats do, <laughs> which is real nice when you walk out first thing in the morning. Um, it's just a bird that the CIA hasn't gotten to yet. Oh, so they're still so they're in the still process. actively yeah. killing birds and, <laughs> and replacing, replacing them, them with, with drones. drones. Yeah. Or maybe it's okay. the drones are so realistic that it looks like a dead bird. Ooh. I think it could go either way. Anyway. So I like that. There, there we are. That's DJ's random rabbit hole of the day. Wow. So DJ's random rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the segment title. <laughs> What's been going on in your rabbit hole lately? Anything? And my first thought was TJ's rabbit hole. <laughs> TJ's random rabbit hole. Boing. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. How is it November 1st? My phone right now says Tuesday, November 1st. That's wild. Which we're filming, filming, recording this week's even earlier. But so you're going to be like, Why wait, it's November 1st. By the time you hear this, you work. It's, 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 are you trying to play sound clips? I'm confused. I don't know. Yeah, it's November 1st. Oh, I know what's going on. You Do you need to fix a cord? Um, which feels crazy. So on just a couple days ago, excuse me, when I was like planning out the week ahead, yeah. Uh, the life change. That's a life changing habit, which we've already kind of talked yep. about that. I just don't think we titled the episode that. Um, I always put the dates at the top. And so it was like October 20, whatever, <laughs> through November 5th or something. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. How am I writing down the month November already? Right. It's crazy. Like I'm actually serious. Yeah. How? I don't. I mean. If I go, if I literally go one month at a time, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah I remember that. that. I was visitor, there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Of course you were there. It's your life, babe. I know. But <laughs> I mean, like I was there in, in every sense of it. I was present, <laughs> but it, that just feels insane. Yeah. And October was a very full month for us. Yes. 100%. And so I think it, it, it feels October like. October felt like super fast. Uh, yes. October was just like blasted through. And so mm-hmm. I think that's also why I'm surprised. Yep. That it's November. So I feel like we should recap October because we have some stories to tell. And then we can head into the topic. Okay. All right. Um, Do you want me to go first? Are we doing October 1st? I woke up. Suddenly, I found myself (laughs) awake. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I mean, the first big thing that happened in October is my birthday. 100%. Wow. That that happened this past month. Yep. I turned 36. Yeah. Accurate. Accurate. 
crazy. <laughs> then we waited for all the samples to arrive. Yep. And we played that game of, are they going to get are here in time? Here? Are we going to have How stressed sell? should we be? How clenched should the buttocks be? Yes. Should we Google bridges? Is it just for us? Is it for our whole family? <laughs> Is Abby coming with us? Like all of that. <laughs> um, everything arrived. Everything arrived. We got it all done. We got it all done. You guys liked it, which was great. Very encouraged by that. Yes. Uh, we closed up the collection, which was awesome. Did you travel somewhere? Yeah. I went to... Pre, no, before the end of the month. No. No, you didn't. No, I didn't go anywhere. Oh, wow. Why don't Did I? I? Phoebe there. <laughs> no, I didn't travel anywhere. You didn't travel this, anywhere. This month. I, I feel confused about travel. No, I no, I went to in September I went to Kansas. Oh. But that, that was yeah. That September and October kind of felt like one giant long month a little bit. Um, but I did go to the music festival. Am I getting into that or are we gonna do what we Googled? No, I think we should do what we Googled okay. as the way to 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 go through the month. <clears throat> okay. Ding 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 ding. ding. We need a better sound clip. What I Google. Okay, are you are you working in reverse? What I Googled. For what I like, Googled. Am I Hold Googling on. what I Googled this morning? Or I I would appreciate it if you allowed me to finish the sound clip. Oh. What I Googled. What are we doing? Yes. Nice. Okay. Oh, actually it should be what I Googled. I go online, I go click, click, click. Exactly. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to go in reverse because yep. otherwise I don't know how far to scroll back. Okay. Um, on Monday afternoon, I Googled other ways to say, I get it. There's a lot of Googling of other ways to say this month because I made a lot of emails and like uh, texts and okay. I sent a lot of marketing things. And it was okay. like, how do I say the same thing a different way? Yeah. Um, also Googled the Five Little Pumpkins poem. Because I was reading that with the girls yesterday. Okay. The five little pumpkins sitting on a something. Never heard it. Jude memorized it when she was really, really little. Because I was like, oh, yeah. I still uh, okay. Her. And they like roll away. and Okay. Yeah. yeah. Less. We went to a preschool. And yes. she like did a yes, thing. Yes. Like did a little a thing. thing. Yep. See? Okay. Can I call myself between my own Apple devices? So I was trying to figure out if my phone could call my watch, even though it's the same number. And you can. So, yeah. We've been experiencing a new element of parenthood yes where our kids leave our house <laughs> and like bike and scooter around the neighborhood and so like with other kids with other kids and so what's crazy is like you know when we lived in pennsylvania we lived on a pretty busy street no way we'd have let our kids like scooter in the street so there oh, was an element now. of moving here that was like okay they're not they're not endangered as much they're gonna be okay they're gonna be okay on like, our little street yeah we live in a we live in like a loop yeah. And so like only people who live here come in here. And then when they made friends with kids in the neighborhood and they're like, hey, can I go see if Presley is home? And it's like, oh, okay. I guess. See, and the only way to do that is to walk all the way around, which is funny because as kids. <laughs> That's what we used to do. We did that all the time. And we were go part of that innocence of culture has been lost and we yeah. long for it to be back. And Hawaii has some sort, has somehow sort of like maintained it. To yes. a degree, yeah. to more of a degree than I think the mainland has. I'm sure there's pockets and areas in the mainland where parents are listening. And they're like, oh, that's what my kids do. Yeah. But as a parent, for the first time this is happening, it has been like, oh, okay. I trust that you're going to walk around the block and find those kids and then walk yes. back. Or and you're going to play keep there. your four-year-old sister with you. And, and you're it's just going to be, be okay. safe. And like, and yeah. so it was just like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so most of the time we'll walk over with them or we'll just be outside and around. But um, last week while you were gone, I, it was just me and I couldn't leave Daisy at the house because yeah. she was sleeping sometimes. Uh, um, and so, yeah. So, so I let June put on my Apple watch. Because you wanted her, the, you wanted her to be back. I wanted her to be back, and I was like, she has no idea what time it is. Yeah. So I set an alarm on my watch, and I said, when this goes off at four thirty, you need to come back. Yeah. But then I also taught her how to call me by saying, "Hey, device, call Brooke Macedis." To which the device always says, "Calling Brooke Macedis." Yeah. Which June thinks is so funny, but she says it like that. So she did. She called me about nine seconds after she scootered away because Sunny. Had heard her. No, Sunny was stressed out that she forgot to take her underwear off under her bathing suit. Bless her little heart, and she was embarrassed. So, which you you couldn't even see it. It was so yeah. sweet, but she was she was all worked up. So it turns out you can you so, can call yourself. That's great. Go ahead. Do you okay? Want to? Yeah. So, uh, Wally cases. Someone asked about him. <laughs> Gerard. We're Way. still waiting for the Wally cases to be in the new. Yeah. That's my favorite iPhone case, and I'm so sad I don't have one. Ger- Gerard Way, lead singer Mike Amora. It's Bring on the Horizon, trying to remember the band name. Drummer of Under Oath was watching his set the whole time and was like, I know this guy's name. It's Aaron something. His other band is the almost. Aaron something. What is it? But you didn't have service. So you but could, I didn't have service. So I Googled so it a- after Google the fact. Immediately. Uh, Walk and Love's Amazon page when we were young festival. Emo Kid. Because Jeremy's like, what are we going to wear to this? What are you going to wear to this festival? So I searched emo kid, grabbed an image, <laughs> sent it back. Uh, Black Adam, Dallas Mavericks 2023 schedule. Got um, Because we were just seeing if it lined up for an integrated trip. Uh, is there an end credit scene in Black Adam? Mm. Uh, last minute flights from BWI to Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, how old is Paul Hollywood? Las Vegas hotels. Wait, okay, wait, Paul Hollywood. Okay, so mine is, what are digestive biscuits? <laughs> yeah. Because we're watching... British uh, Baking Show. British Great Bake British Off bake or whatever. Off. And they had to make s'mores as a technical. Yeah. And so a technical is where it's judge blind. And so they don't they don't know what they're going to be asked to make. Yep. And so... But they t- call the graham crackers... Still, skills. Digestive biscuits yeah. is a graham cracker. It's the exact same thing. It's just that there's a round. And I was like, but I need to know yeah, why. why. Um, Did you figure it out? Yeah, it was like it, they were believed to help with digest- digestion way back in the day. Turns out not really. Super false advertising. Um, but that's also just the name of the biscuit. Like the brand name is <laughs> digestive. So I know. And they all were all talking about it. Like it was super normal. And I was like, is it though? <laughs> is it? I mean, I can't understand you. I have the subtitles on. But is it? Um, Where is Barbuda? Yeah. Clearly, we're back to last week. <laughs> Las Vegas hotels, World Series. I guess the World Series is happening. I was checking on it. Uh, Bluey Dalmatian, because Sunny really wanted me to draw draw the Dalmatian from Bluey. Yeah, I had to look up a photo. Define knapsack. <laughs> like, <laughs> June needed to know, and I was explaining it, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "Let me make sure that I'm like actually, you know." And it is. It's like a backpack or something, but speci- specifically, typically waterproof. Okay. For made for outdoor activities, which I was like, "Okay, I'm right." All right. Um, is the Rock Hawaiian? Obviously, I was googling things while you were googling things yep. about Black Adam. He's not. He is not. He lived and grew up in Hawaii. But he is Samoan. Samoan. And his dad is black, but he's from somewhere that surprised me. Like Netherlands or something. Yeah. Is he our listener? Wow. Bill? Bill Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Rocket. 
uh, huge longboard. So the girls have created these, if you've seen any of my stories, created mm-hmm. these like mats that they ride on the longboards, but they sell like actual giant longboards that I think like four kids could fit yeah. on. And Made so for grownups. Yeah, but, yes. but I'm like, man, that'd be fun to, to get them one of those for Christmas. Yeah. Um, is Dole Whip dairy free? It is. It is, and it's delicious. It's so good. Uh, Puffin Bird, we are studying birds in school right now. Is it okay for chickens to eat bird seed? The girls want to feed all the birds outside. And so here on Maui, when you're feeding just like normal neighborhood birds, loads of chickens are involved in that. Yeah. So I was just like, I think it's okay for them to eat that, but I'm going to make, I'm just going to make sure. Um, are there owls on Maui? Lots of, lots of owl stuff. Yes or no? Yes, there are a couple of kinds. Um, owl poop bones, Google <laughs> image search. So two weeks ago, I think, I think it was two weeks ago, um, I had like, the girls like to sleep in the guest room on Saturday nights. It's called Big Bed Saturday yep. and they get to move and sleep over there. And June wanted me to sleep with them. And so I, June and I, I was gone two weeks ago. See, that's where I'm like, didn't you go somewhere? Why? Or did I, did, did I just have a sleepover and you were upstairs? No. What is happening? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why do I feel like there was travel? No, I was supposed to travel in and around the samples. I was supposed to go to Scottsdale uh-huh. and I didn't. Maybe that's what my, because my, my brain was like, there was a trip around okay. sample arrival. What's happening? Anyway, <laughs> we had a sleepover and the girls couldn't fall asleep. Or maybe I didn't sleep there. Maybe I was just laying in bed trying to get them to sleep. That might be what it yeah. is. And they were like, tell us a story about when you were little. So naturally, <laughs> I blacked out. I blacked out. I had nothing to say. No, I segued into that my brother and I used to spend a lot of time in the woods behind my parents' house, which is also behind, at the time, my grandparents' house, because their houses are kind of sort of back-to-back. And so I was explaining that we just used to spend a lot of time playing down there, like in every season. You could sled through it. We played in the summer. We played in the creek, blah, blah. Did you play in the spring? Uh, Yeah, that's a real possibility. About the fall. Uh, For sure. I could see that Late fall? Yeah, I think so. Um, and so I said, and something that we would find is owl poop. And I said, to which June, who's like, try, you know, I'm so uncomfortable, my body pillow. Like, she can't get herself yeah. to be comfortable. She, like, perks up when I say that. And I said, because there's bones inside of it. Boom. Totally <laughs> sitting upright. <laughs> no longer falling asleep. She's engaged. <laughs> Why are there bones inside of it? And I said, well, owls eat their food whole. And so they swallow the entire mouse or the entire whatever. And so all of that has to come out. And so you can find it in their little pellets and you can like dissect them. So this led down a long rabbit hole of 8.30 p.m. Googling owl poop (laughs) images, showing people dissecting them and how they have like charts. You can have like an owl poop chart that you print out probably from like Pinterest. And it's like all the things an owl might eat. And then it's like the skeleton and you can be like, ooh, here's the femur. You can like line it up. So Wow. I, I think we end on that Google search. I don't think it gets much better than that. It probably doesn't. <laughs> oh, Do two cans live on Maui? Just lots of bird yeah, questions. Yeah, a lot of birds. We're studying birds. A so. lot of bird questions. That's good. Okay. So that was that was pretty much my month. Oh, man. And that's so good. we toyed back and forth with whether or not you should go to the one we were young festival. Yes. And I decided to go. So we... Am we I, were, yeah, we were flip-flop, flip-flop. Yeah. And it was... You know, I talked about it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. But my friend Jeremy decided he could go, so he met me there. Um, I left Maui on 
Friday during the day and then got into Vegas midnight, essentially the next day. Like it was a little bit right. after but midnight. But you still hadn't gone to bed. Still hadn't gone to bed. Um, yeah. I watched Bullet Train on the airplane and, uh, or I watched Elvis on the airplane there, mm-hmm. Bullet Train on the way back, um, which I now do movie reviews on subscriptions for the Walk and Love mm-hmm. Instagram subscribers. Mm-hmm. Reviewed Black Adam. I should make a highlighted story so if anybody subscribes and they want to go back, they could do that. Yes. Just yeah, thinking click, out loud. Click, click. Yeah. Yeah. So we get there. Jeremy's come from the East Coast uh, on Spirit Airlines. God bless his soul. <laughs> and uh, we find each other in the airport. We get in our Uber. We go to Palace Station, one okay. of the finest hotels in all of Las Vegas. Um, it actually wasn't too bad. We check in and we go right to bed. He's tired. It's 3 a.m. for him. Yeah. I'm tired. It's, it's only like... 10, like nine o'clock for me, but I'm still right. like, I want to go to bed. So we sleep, we wake up. So then we find ourselves awake. We get coffee, we get breakfast. Uh, and then we take an Uber to planet Hollywood <laughs> to revisit the scene of the crime. Obviously. First, what we did is we tried to see if Ben and Jerry's was open. It did not open until 11, which is why I did not go. Uh, so I yes. tried, but it didn't open at 11. The festival started at, at noon and they were really making a point on the festival Instagram to like get there early. There will yeah. be lines. Like you want to make sure that you get in enough time if you want to see one of those early bands. Yeah. Which I did. And so <laughs> went revisited Planet Hollywood. Then we walked around the casino. Jeremy was like, should we gamble? And I was like, do you want to lose the money that you have? And he's like, no. And I said, then we shouldn't. He goes, let's just try to find something cheap to gamble. Casinos are overwhelming. Yes. And so like we walked around and realized I don't want to lose money. Yeah. So we left. <laughs> um, and then we went back to the hotel, uh, had a real inter- interesting conversation with Ron, the Uber driver, about all of his ex-wives, which is a little sad. And you're just like, okay, I just want to, I want to get out of this car. Like, yeah. Um, like he's an over, Ron was an oversharer, mm. you know? And so um, we wished him well, got out, got ready for the festival. Very confused about what to wear because at the time it was like 60 and sunny. So it was like jeans and a shirt would have been fine, yeah. but, and then it was like, oh, then it's going to get hot in the seventies and eighties. So should I wear shorts and a t-shirt? But then at night it was like projected to be 40. Which is real cold. <laughs> Very real cold, cold. Real fast, especially if it's windy yes. at all. And so we decided to go jeans, t-shirt, carry the sweatshirts. Yeah. Jeremy wore all tan if you saw my stories. And if you didn't see my stories on Walk and Love, there's a highlight called Vegas trip where I tell the Ben and Jerry story and then you see, actually see my trip. Okay. Um, and so there were a few bands that I definitely wanted to see. One of them was early. It was Seosin and, uh, they were playing kind of early in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, we started walking in, you know, a sea of black, you know, black t-shirts, black jeans, skinny jeans, black shoes, black, black tights, yeah. black hair. Black- and, and, and so honestly, like, so my honest thought was like, I am going to see a lot of guys like me and Jeremy, like guys that are older. Like, but they look normal. Yeah. But they're just here because, like, they're reminiscing of the glory they're days. They're here for the mu- ju- just the music. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, not knows the I culture was of it. Shocked, like, legitimately shocked, how out there some people were dressed. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's festival culture now. Now that there's social media with festival culture, and, and maybe that's true. But I, I was feel also like, it's like, just, in, it's it, just it wasn't crazy. Twenty year olds though. Like, you know, some of these people had city miles on them. Yeah. And were essentially wearing lingerie. Yes. In, in the pub, in public. 
And I was just like, this is... <laughs> and I was like, Jeremy, you're having a little bit of skin shock right now. And he's like, 100%. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, I see someone's butt cheeks almost every week at the beach in, <laughs> yeah. in Maui. Uh, I don't have the skin shock like I used yeah, to. But, I, yeah, but now I, that I live somewhere warm yeah. and it's just, yeah. But I, he was like definitely feeling it. And it was just like weird. I'm a, and so part of me is like, ladies, you're, you should not be wearing this. Mm-hmm. There's part of me that's like very fatherly. That's like, this is not appropriate. This yeah. is not okay. Your dads would not approve. Does you know, your Apple watch call your father? You, you are you need to check in. worthy of love Yes. outside of dressing like this. Yes. So there's, that's part of my reaction. The, the second circle of the Venn diagram, my reaction is like, this is not practical. No. For a day of standing and moving and walking and jumping Wild around and dancing. Wild temperature changes. Like, it's just not practical. So you're making bad choices. Uh, and then, the, the, and so it's just like, I find myself fighting within that. Yeah. And then the third one is like, aren't you a little embarrassed? Like, I don't know. I don't think maybe they not. are. And maybe not. So, so be it. So we were walking. It's funny, we, we wait in line to get in, we get in, and then there's like tons of vendors, like probably one of the festivals with the most vendors I've ever seen, like food vendors, okay. food and drink vendors. We walk in, there's like- Well, because a, they weren't letting you out, right? It's no, like, you could. Oh, you could go out. But okay. it was beca- but because of the way they packed the schedule so tightly, you didn't it was very leave. impractical for you to leave and come back. Yeah. Um, And so, so many food vendors, and we walk in and there's like a giant line at the bar. Like yeah. these people waited in line to get in, straight to the bar, to be in we're another gonna, line. We're going to wait in another line. Yeah. And then we like kind of walk through. There was like some cool art installations. There's a big cool like uh, arch. Like it was just fun. Like, you know, just cool to see stuff like yeah. stuff that you don't see on Maui. Like yeah. they did a good job. Yeah. It looked like um, as a, like immersive experience. Yeah. And so we walk around the corner and then there's literally like 50 to 100 bar um, vendors with no one in line. So like people just saw the, the first, first one, one, wait in line. And then yeah. like we like walked maybe... 50 feet around a corner and it was like oh oh we could, everybody else yeah we could get as many drinks as we want without waiting a single <laughs> i don't drink so it was like but it was just funny to see that yeah so then we're walking to see seosin who's a band i've always wanted to see very heavy band i don't listen to him really much anymore but i've always wanted to see him and there's this band playing called the linda lindas who i've never heard before a bunch of young asian girls yeah like that's what the makeup of the band is like yeah. some of them had braces so i don't know how young they are yeah very like pop punk yeah some 41 style music like not my vibe but like you know as a dad i'm like oh i'm so proud of you guys you're just yeah out here trying Please, your you're just doing it and so this lead singer's up there and she's like trying to talk between songs and i can you can tell she's super nervous and then oh. she gets up and says my favorite line of the entire festival okay she's I'm ready. like i'm she, ready she's she's like hey so i really like wild animals don't forget to vote and then there's <laughs> A song. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> the festival people were like, okay, we need y'all to talk about voting. We need you all to talk about this. We need you all to talk about that. And they're like, oh gosh, how am I going to work that into my set list? What? I know. I know. I know. This girl doesn't look old enough to vote. Two. No, she probably can't. Two. Am I voting for a wild animal or? Am I voting to protect them? Am I voting? Because I don't like them. Is someone running on an anti-wild animal ticket? <laughs> <And> who is? <laughs> okay, I don't want to vote for them. Vote for Bill. He <laughs> hates wild animals. Yeah, Bill from the Netherlands. Stake in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'm running on this topic. <laughs> I really like wild animals. I really like wild animals. Don't worry. <laughs> 
It was like, honestly, the, should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> the first line I heard someone say at the festival. Yeah, you're like, where am I? I? Like, I'm so glad we got here early. <laughs> oh, it just like, it just, it just wrecked me. And and so Jeremy and I were joking. Box. Yeah, we were joking about it all day. And so, yeah, <laughs> I really like what I don't. And so then we, we watched Seosin, uh, super heavy. Um, he, he definitely like, so the, my only complaint about the festival was that the orientation of it, it was really smoothly run, but there yeah. was like a V. So there were two main stages, the pink stage and the black stage as a, I had a general admission ticket so I could get in front of the black stage as close as I could get. Okay. But the, in front of the pink stage was VIP tickets only. They sold a lot of them. There were a lot of people in there, but if there was a band playing on the pink stage, I could only get so as, close. So close. And so I felt like this, I, I, I think they did it for safety. Like people weren't getting smashed up against the Trapped, bear. unable you, to leave the And barrier. so like there was yeah. definitely a reason for it, but I did feel bad for the bands because like if you had a VIP ticket and your favorite band was playing on the black stage, you would have to like go and come around. And like, so like, yeah. It felt like the biggest fans of each band weren't as close as they could get. And I yes. felt like the energy in some of the audiences was weird that like yeah. you were just there for the next band. Or even the people playing, it was like the people right in front of you maybe weren't your biggest fans. Right. It was the people out there. <laughs> yeah. Or to the side or and yeah. like, and so for safety reasons, I enjoyed it. But like, you know, like Paramore played on the pink stage. And so like we couldn't get Any that closer. close. And then there was like a, area like a close area to the stage where they were only allowing a certain amount of people into that area mm. and so we kind of got in that area early on and then we we're like well if we leave we're probably not getting back in here yeah. so we ended up staying so it was just like there was some like barriers and weird things that like i was just like i think it's for safety but it also just it's like it makes sense in some ways but, but in some ways it was just like very kind of confusing so i saw Seosin, then under oath played I was kind of sad. Some of these bands who I knew growing up were Christians are definitely not anymore. And so there was an so, L. So it felt, I mean, I mean, or was that it, super obvious? It's, it's bit like, it's obvious. And then if you go to like their Instagram or their social media, it's like even more obvious. Okay. And to me, it's like so disheartening. And it, and it shows that like that once you're, you become any sort of element of famous, there is like part of that life that draws you away from God. Yes. And like, you have to fight to, like kind of fight against that because yeah. like I felt it with under oath. Uh, I, and Aaron Gillespie, I think is like almost anti-Christian now, at least from what someone messaged me and told me. And he like wrote worship albums. And so it's just yeah, like, a couple of years ago, there was like one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah so it's like that a lot. It's, it's disheartening. According to what somebody said, you don't actually yeah, know. But like, but, I mean, they were swearing and saying F word. Like that was another thing about the festival that I was like, Oh my word there are other adjectives besides the F word that you guys can use. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to me, I've always felt like in comedy or in like making your point, right. swearing is the, the, the easiest, cheapest way to do it. Right. And like it takes intellect to not swear and like get people excited or yes. tell a funny joke. And like, so like the people that don't swear are actually working harder to do those kinds of things. Yes. Then a comedian who just drops it left yeah. and right. And you're like, you're okay, like okay, yeah, that's we get not it. that like, funny when you yeah. do it that much. Um, yeah. So that was like kind of a culture shock for me. Like, um, I was just like, gosh, it's a, it's a little bit exhausting. Um, anyways, like, so that was a little disheartening to kind of see that yeah. evolution of like, these bands used to play a purple door or cornerstone or creation. And now yeah. they're like, 
They've just kind of, it, it appears, again, I don't know their hearts, but it appears that they've walked away. And we've seen that with fame in other regards in culture yeah. that like, you know, people are like, yeah, you know, it, it, you just see it slowly drift away. Yeah. And that's just like really sad and something that I just like, that hurts me to see. Yeah. Um, that's all under oath. They were good. And then we were like, we wanted to see the starting line. So we left the main area. When it, the starting line was probably the band I was like happiest during because yeah. like they're just that perfect blend of like pop and emo and just like happy sounding. Um, and they've been gone for 20 years or something. Like it's been a long time yeah. uh, since they've been playing music. And so it was super fun to see them. Uh, but right before them, Story of the Year played, who I like only know the one main song. Until the day I die. You know. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> there were some bands that felt like, oh, they've matured and grown up. And then there were there were some bands like Story of the Year, like all the guys dressed were dressed a little too young than yeah. what they were. And yeah. you were just like, that doesn't add up. It's just not a good look. It's yeah. not a good look to see someone in their mid forties with super skin tight skinny jeans and like a skin tight shirt yeah. on. Yeah. You know, like you're like, I see your belly. Like, yeah. like you got a yeah, little yeah, yeah. you got a little pouch there. It's okay. You're 40. Like <laughs> I get it. It happens to us. It's gonna yeah. happen to all of us at some point. But it's still just not a great look. Right. Um, and then there were other bands like like Jimmy at World, Dashboard Confessional, who like felt like they've grown up at and their music has progressed With and they them. and and just their maturity level has progressed. Like we because we were situating ourselves to see certain bands, we saw other bands that maybe we didn't want to see. Like I saw yeah. the used, who that lead singer was probably the most obnoxious front man the whole day. Oh man. Like kept giving people the middle finger and swearing at people and making crude and crass comments towards people and like yeah it was just like golly like you're probably a dad well maybe you know, you know. like it's just or the age of that oh, yeah it's just like hard to watch for me yeah and then you get chris from dashboard he's like hey guys like we're just so thankful that you've like given us this great career and like yeah we're I just know. gonna play some of our old stuff because we know that that's what you're here for and you know and like you know like you knew the mission you yeah. know and i know him like personally like i i don't know him personally but i know about his like personal life that he's like super private he's got kids he's got a wife that he's been married to for i think 20 some years like yeah. you know so like you just see like oh this is like a well-rounded human being yeah and then juxtaposed with a guy giving people the middle finger and making crass jokes yeah it's just like that was just like Ooh. so glaring yeah that just like man some of you have not matured or appeared to have not matured since you were doing this 20 years ago and that yeah. is to me as that just like kind of breaks my heart of just like that. Oh, and yeah, you, stinks. and you think of, and, and again, people in fame, people in positions of fame or on stages, I just feel like they're like, they're just a little micro, like so many people are like that. Yeah. So many people have not matured at all in the last yeah. 20 years. And they're just like a little micro glimpse into like different pockets of people. Yeah. And it's like, I, yeah, it is sad. It, and so, so there were some people that were super hard to watch. Like the used was one of them. Bright Eyes, who I'd never seen before, don't really know Bright Eyes music, but it felt like he was having like a, a nervous breakdown on stage. Like it mm, was like that's not fun to watch. Hard to watch, and he was just like weird, and like started like trying to flip over the smoke machine and like knocking down people's cameras, and like it was just like very very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then there were bands that I'd never seen. Like I, I'm not a big heavy music fan, so A Day to Remember is very very heavy. Yeah. And they put on an incredible show. Yeah. Like I was just like, man, these guys sound tight and good and their energy is great and like yeah. again not my vibe but like there was some stuff but like still, that you where didn't just have like, to love the music yeah. personally like to feel AFI like that was, was a great one. show afi has been a band for 31 years he said 
Wow. And the guy, I think, is in his 60s. Yeah. And he could sing, and he was still a great stage presence. And so, like, there were some things that, like, by default, where we were trying to situate ourselves for the next band, we saw these other bands. And then there was a band that played before Dashboard that I'd never heard of. And the whole time, it's like, I felt like such a dad. He had the worst posture I'd ever seen of, like, like just like, (laughs) you know, if you're watching, he's just, like, hunched and, like, and I was just like, I just kept wanting to be like, right, oh, just, just son, stand just up, stand up. You're worth it. <laughs> You're worthy of love. Here happens all these yeah. emotional <laughs> internal. <laughs> God loves you. Just come down. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Every time. Let's go crazy. And then seeing people in the mosh pit, I was like, it just hurt watching. And then about like halfway through, I was like, my back hurts. My legs hurt. I'm tired of standing. Yeah. This is exhausting. I don't yeah. know why people do this yeah. for fun. Um, it still was fun, but I was just like, I feel old. Yeah. I do not feel like this is my thing anymore. Yeah. Um, but it was still super fun and, uh, overall just like so fun that I got to go with Jeremy. Like I can't thank him enough for being the type of friend that was like, yeah, I'm going to come. Yeah. I'm going to make it work. And like, it's like, thank him and his wife and you Brooke, like that we were just able to do that together because that's like, it's going to be a lifelong memory that we have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just. It was just tons of fun. Yeah. Um, so what? What's your Mount Rushmore? Okay. Of the four bands you that that you enjoyed the most. That I enjoyed the most. Um, not not necessarily in order. Just okay. your top four just that top you enjoyed. Top four that I enjoyed. A uh, Jimmy World. It was like they pressed play on their album and it was live. And <laughs> like they were so clean and tight and awesome. And again, he just like felt like he had an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. Of just like thankfulness of like for the people that were in the audience. And that just like, he was just glad that like, this is my career. You guys gave it to me. I'm really grateful. So like, yeah. they were one. Dashboard started off like their sound mix was way bad, but then mm. someone fixed it as it went on. But like, again, similar, just like a heart full of gratitude and just like yeah. really just thankful and never seen him before. Um, we didn't stay through the whole starting line set, but I f- that was like probably the moment of like, I wasn't tired yet. My back didn't hurt yet. My legs weren't <laughs> tired yet. And like, I was just like, this is so cool that someone did this festival. Like- that these people are, that these that, bands are here. That these bands are here yeah. and like that. They figured it out. Yeah. It was just like very cool to see. And like, it, it was funny. We we're standing waiting for starting line. And I was like, I feel like such a dad now because I want to be like, so where are y'all from? Yeah. You know, who are you excited to see? Like yeah. questions I would ask my kids, yes. like, you know, like what was your favorite part so far? It was just yeah. like, I was just having those Everybody thoughts. Everybody sit down, hold hands. Yeah. We're going to do highlights of the day. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> was your most positive emotion so far? What was your most negative emotion? <laughs> um, so probably them. I wish we would have stayed for their whole set, but we felt like we were going to miss dashboard. So we, we left yeah. them a little bit earlier than I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and then, oh man, who would be the last one? Death Cab was really good. They sounded really tight. Um, Paramore, Paramore was excellent. She, she can sing. Yeah. And which we've known, but, <laughs> and, and move like sing and move like taking back Sunday. They were, they sounded so bad. Like he sounded out of breath just standing there. And I think yeah. he was drunk, which was also sad. And people message him like, Oh, the shows I've seen him, he's been drunk. Like, I mean, the it, show we saw him years ago, yeah. he was drunk, but they still sounded. Yeah. Great. And so they sounded bad. Like, yeah. like Jeremy was just like, what people don't clap for this. This is yeah. not worthy. Don't, like, yeah. And he was really excited because he had never seen them. So he was like really excited. Aww, he was excited to see. And so back. they were like a big letdown, but, yeah. uh, Haley from Paramore, she can sing and move around at the same time. Like nothing else. Yeah. You know, her hers was a little sad for me of just like yeah it feels like 
the Christian ideals that you like started with mm -hmm. aren't there anymore. And it yeah. feels like sort of the woke identity politics have sort of taken a heavy front stage in your yeah. life. And that to me is just so sad. Yeah. Like it's just not, you know, it's just, it's just sad. Yeah. Like, and yeah. uh, just like weird mixed messaging sometimes from the front men on stage of just like talking about things that I'm just like, I don't think you fully understand what you're saying. Yeah. And so let's just sing some songs and yeah, uh, just do, let's yeah. get that on your inside voice. <laughs> Okay. I think everybody would appreciate that here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe if they don't, I would. Yeah. Um, but right. overall, top four, Jimmy Eat World, Dashboard, uh, Death Cab, Death Cab Paramore, Starting Line. <laughs> you're going to have yeah. five. Yeah. You're going to add that, but, one of their faces to your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> but then we, yeah. so we finished, My Chemical Romance started playing. They were the closer. I've seen them a bunch of times. So one thing I do appreciate. Would you have stayed though if Avril closed? Probably. Yeah. yeah. She was supposed to be on yeah. that and she couldn't make it to that date then. And so what's crazy is like, so so people see My Chemical Romance out there. They're the big headliner. Like they have millions of fans, huge band. Yeah. I've seen My Chemical Romance open for probably 10 different bands in yeah. high school and college. Yeah. And so like, it's always cool to me That's to crazy. see like, like again, consistency and it like they just time. it just takes time to build anything big yeah. and and so like to see them on stage it's like you know he's weird and like they've got a weird kind of dark vibe for me yeah um but it's just like i i saw you open at the chameleon club like you weren't even just like the second head like it wasn't like oh taking back sunday with my chemical romance it's like taking back sunday with all these bands and they're maybe one and of them they're are, yeah. opening before three other bands yeah. and so it's just like man what a what an arc like yeah. what a climb from that to this. And yeah. I, you know, and I've been lo alive long enough to watch, watch it, something like, you that. know, so that yeah. was cool. But we walked back. We were so tired, like basically collapsing in the elevator. We ordered pizza on DoorDash. And then I posted this <laughs> selfie of us eating pizza in bed. And so on her reply was like, you guys look like hospital patients. <laughs> yeah. You guys looked rough, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, yeah. it was overall really well. And I, I know I spent a lot of time talking about it, but it does go hand in hand with our topic. And the, and the reason I've talked about it so much is like our topic of the day is the life-changing practice of travel and that travel and traveling is worth it. And, and while this trip was like, I was A there, whirlwind. I did it, I came back, you know, we had Halloween. Like it was just like, I felt some of the physical repercussions of it. It was just so worth it, especially when like, the unexpectedness of Jeremy mm -hmm. and just like the, the ability to connect with him was just like, it was like, I, you know, we'll go back to Pennsylvania for Christmas. I might hang out with him and some of the guys at like at dinner and like that yeah, has value. Can, that, that Christmas trip's packed pretty you tight know, already. But like this was just so incredibly value and like almost, yeah. and I think what travel does to you and to your heart and your soul is like it, you know, to use like a inside out metaphor, it like gives you a core memory. Like oh, travel is a place where core memories are birthed. Yeah. And, and yeah. so it, it just is such an incredible practice to put into your lives, whether it's yearly or quarterly or, you know, however you can manage it because it just does something to you. And I, and I felt that like, as Brooke and I are talking about life changing things, um, again, we're not talking about them in order. Like, it's not like, no. oh, you got to do this one and then this it's one. It's not like Sabbath one. is the most important. Yeah. Now travel somewhere. Not yeah. at all. No, it's just like, we're just talking about them as we feel like we, like we have a bunch that we've have thought of, but mm -hmm. I've just felt like the travel one 
would be such a valuable one this time because I had just come off of it. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go to the festival. Yeah. Obviously, we bought tickets for both of us to go. It didn't work out. Then we couldn't figure out. I didn't really want to figure out all the childcare. That felt like a yeah. lot of coins being spent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really decided not to go because I deci- I have decided to travel back to Pennsylvania. Yep. By the time you're listening to this, I will be in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, as a surprise, I'm taking the two big girls with me. And as I'm speaking in this moment, we leave tomorrow. Yeah. Which is why we're recording so far early in the yeah. week. Um. But it was like, okay, I can't go to that festival, leave the girls with people, and then come back and swirl around, and, like, that's just too much. Um, But, yeah, we're traveling back. We're traveling back mostly because, so my dad's been a kids and family music, like, uh, singers, performing singer-songwriter my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is his 30th anniversary of when his first album came out. Um, like how long he's been doing this. And so there's like a big concert to celebrate. And I just felt like, man, I, I think I want to be there for that. And like, that feels crazy to travel that far for an hour and a half, maybe kids concert (laughs) where I already know all the music. I mean, it felt crazy to travel that far for a whole day of festivals. Like I was just like, Oh gosh, that's a lot. You know, you know, it's one thing, but then I was like, well, like, you know, I think it would, I think the girls, I know the girls will remember it. And like, I think it would mean a lot to my dad. And, um, yeah. So anyway, anyway, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm about to travel. And so that is why we picked this topic. And yeah. so you keep saying like, I don't know, I feel like it does something to you. So I Googled it. Okay. It does. Traveling does do something to you. Okay. So these are not my quotes and I don't even, they're just like half of them are just like, you know how Google answers, like it just yeah, yeah, yeah. suggests an answer right at the top. Yeah, and it I've pulls seen it where it somewhere. puts the bridges. Um, yeah. <laughs> bridges near me. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> There's one right there. Um, yeah, so there is real brain science okay. behind travel. Brooks brain science. Brain science with Brooke. Here we go. Brooks um, brain BBS. Okay, better than TJ's rabbit hole, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, travel helps your brain function better. And, I have a great rabbit hole Brooke. and boosts creativity. <laughs> Immersing yourself in new cultures increases your mind's ability to move between different ideas, think more deeply, and integrate thoughts. That was one answer. Read that again. Then I okay, I I googled it. I said. Is traveling good for you? So that was, that was one of the answers. Okay. And then, is tra- what does traveling do to your brain? And then I had, an- I had another way to okay. ask that. And these were the top three answers. Okay. So I'll read that again. Yep. Travel helps your brain function better and boosts creativity. Immersing yourself in new cultures increases your mind's ability to move between different ideas, think more deeply, and integrate thoughts. Answer number two. Travel can change the way your brain works. Travel can help reduce stress and depression, increase creativity and problem-solving skills, and strengthen your sense of self. Remind me to come back to that sense of self. Travel, answer number three. Traveling has the ability to take you out of your daily routine and into new surroundings and, spir- and experiences, and this can reset your body and mind. Even planning a trip can have a fantastic effect on the body as it boosts happiness and feels rewarding. I mean, I would say like... Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yes, 100% on all of those things. And I agree with that. And what's interesting is I, I actually traveled a decent amount growing up. Like my mom has a lot of siblings and family all over the country. And so by default, if we wanted to see them, we were driving to North Carolina or we were driving to Michigan or we were driving to Florida or we were flying to Arizona or Nebraska or Kansas or like there's just people were just spread out. And so I think see the world or sea world. Not sure. Never been to a sea world. Actually, (laughs) I might have been to a SeaWorld. No, I don't remember. But we did travel a good amount. And it was one of the reasons my parents homeschooled us for a brief period of time 
was so that we could travel with my dad's schedule. He would sometimes get shows and concerts out of state. And he'd be like, well, if I'm going to go all the way to Michigan for one, let's book 10 days worth of concerts and we'll just do school out there. And so that was fun. Which is funny because you traveled a ton growing up as a kid. 100%. As your mom is a flight attendant. Yeah. <laughs> like probably more than the average family. Yes. And even I felt like we traveled a yeah. little bit more than the average family. Um, and so coming into our marriage, we have traveled a lot. And it's not like we sat down at any point or had a conversation of like, traveling is really important to me. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, some people are so like travel experience heavy and that's, and that's fine. That's very, but it's very obvious about their personalities. Yeah. Like, Oh, you guys are like adventure seeker yep. people. Yeah. You have shoes and look like you might live in Colorado. Yeah. hundred like, percent. <laughs> I don't feel like that's us. No. You know, necessarily. Right. And so it's been cool to see how much we my, have None traveled. of my shoes have a place for each toe. For each toe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they never will. And they <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like we have traveled a lot when we photographed weddings. We did that mm-hmm. all over the country and sometimes to other places, which is where I was like, were we there on our honeymoon or were we there for a wedding? Right. Because we did bop around to some different islands and stuff, uh-huh. which was awesome. Um, and then even after having kids, we would at least travel maybe to California to see where my sister lives, your sister, or um, we've come to Maui a couple times yep. for work things. And then we brought kids along. And I, why well, I said I wanted to come back to that sense of self is that I absolutely believe that travel does all these other things. Yes. Like, it does allow you to integrate and think more deeply. I think the time away from your daily routine. Um, yeah, like it, like it, we talked such about. such a reset. Yeah, last week is like, you know, so much of our life is head down. You know, we're trying to figure out things, plan things, make dinner, like yeah. get work done, take care of kids, all that kind of stuff, head yeah. down, figure out what we're going to do with our lives, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then it's like you go and travel and you're like, oh, look how beautiful it is here. Right. Yes. Oh, look, how, look at that sunset. Oh, look at those clouds. Yeah. Oh, look at my kid. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so there is just this element of travel that just like reorients you yeah. to not such like a head down, like dis- in the grind of in it. the grind of life, which yeah. like there are seasons where that's just needed, but travel is this really nice, like escape of, whoa, there's like other right. things. And yeah, you know, yeah. And you saying the word escape is like, um, I, I do think sadly there are some people who live for the vacation who right. only live for the, uh, uh, in that terms of travel, like everything is shoved into their nine day vacation they take from work and it's like all they live for. And then I'm like, Oh man, that, that makes me kind of sad. Like yeah. I, you know, yes, yes. Vacation is an escape, but I think a, a positive, like a reorientation, a, yes, a positive yeah. version of that word. Um, but when I back to the sense of self, when I think about, some of the bigger decisions, the bigger, like huge, not even course corrections, but like, we're not even going to be on this course anymore. Let's jump over here and do this or change this. Almost all of them have either been talked about on a trip or 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 in the months, in the 30 to 45 days following a trip. Yeah. Their first, the conversations are always first birthed at a trip of like, I mean, even living here, that was birthed out of like visiting here. Like, Mm -hmm. you think we could live here? Like, it seems crazy. And like, you know, we talked ourselves out of it. And then we talked ourselves into it. Yeah, we did. We did talk ourselves out of it. But when we decided to close our retail stores, we were not home. 
When we decided to stop doing our uh, iPhone app, we were not home. Mm-hmm. When we decided, we decided to start an iPhone to app. To start, exactly. It's not always stop things, yeah. but so many of our conversations of like, who are we? Who do we want to be? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where <laughs> are we? I Do I think that every time we drive that way over the mountain and I see it and it looks like Lost, the TV show? Um, yeah, have come out of our trips and our travel. And it's not like we were like, okay, it's such an important habit. We're going to do it every quarter or we're going to, it's not planned out like that. But I mean, we joked that in 2020, unintentionally amidst all the COVID craziness, it was the year we traveled the most. Yeah. As a family, we took five trips that took us out of state for like over a week at a time in the midst of it all. It just is how it worked out. And I think that was for a lot of people in a lot of ways, but for us in other ways, it was a really life changing year Mm -hmm. because of all that travel. Yeah. Not just because of all the other 2020 ness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, (laughs) I think people, cause I've been there and so I can speak from experience, talk themselves out of traveling Yes. Or don't make it a priority for a couple different reasons. Yeah. And so we talked about this in advance. I think there's... Can I say something before you get into this? Yeah, yeah. I I think like, and we've talked about travel at Integrated. And one of the guys referred to it as like, it's a week or 10 days or five days or a weekend or whatever it is of giving you X amount of Sabbaths in a row. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going on vacation for a week, you're getting seven Sabbaths in a row. And so yeah. like, as you, again, we talked about Sabbath last week, as you practice the life-giving habit of Sabbath, the rhythm of Sabbath, there, you start to see those benefits. And then once you go on vacation, it's almost like you go, you go away from like super hard vacation, like, like let's go do everything. And you're like, oh no, I have a rhythm for this rest. I understand what restfulness actually is. Yeah. And so you implement what you've learned in Sabbath in your trips away but then you get seven days of them in a row or five days or a weekend. And yeah. you're like, wow, we didn't, it didn't take us three days to just relax, to enjoy the rest of the four days. Yes. We, we were able to take our family and jump into a attitude of rest and rejuvenation and recovery. And so like the conversations that you, and like after you implement Sabbath and then you go on a trip, you'll, I think you'll notice that like, wow, we got to those deeper, more heart filled conversations quicker because we we knew what we were doing. Yeah. And so it's like when your body we, knows what it's doing. And so like it's been really cool to kind of compound these two things that we're talking about back to back weeks of like we we practice the rhythm of Sabbath and then yeah. we take it with us when we travel and we see the huge benefit of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think a lot of people, you know, have these busy lives where they are head down, where they haven't put much thought into what they want or are chasing after or anything like that. And so then they're like, vacation's going to fix it all. Yeah. And they're just as busy and crazed during yeah. a nine day vacation. And then the joke is like, I need a vacation after yeah. my vacation. I'm like, yeah, I actually think you need more yeah. than just a vacation, but <laughs> you need a weekly, uh, almost like a weekly day. Of oh, rest. interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 Almost like you were designed for it. I was like, that would really work yeah, out. I think it would. Um, yeah, that's really, really true. And I, another thing that I think travel can do, um, since y'all loved Bianca, And last week when I was, or or two weeks ago or whenever it was that I was like, oh, Bianca and I just talked about that. Um, They just did a bunch of traveling and she was over and we were talking about it. And she's like, we just felt like we were different people on that trip. Mm -hmm. And that made us, you know, go like, ah, we're, you know, swirl into like, should we move? You know, that we used to do all the time traveling anywhere. (laughs) No matter where we traveled, (laughs) I would look at real estate and be like, this is the place. This is the place first. Um, (laughs) 
you know, swirling around through all of that, which is very normal when traveling yeah. anywhere. Because um, again, you go from head yes, down. Yes, you go from to head down head to looking up. And maybe there's time for conversation. There's time to do X, Y, Z with your kids. And so you feel like we're better people here. Yeah. And it's because of this place. Right. And it's not. And so when Bianca and I were talking about it, we were just discussing sort of how like, no, it's just that like, you know, they have and 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 we have and a lot of people do like that we are trying to be intentional people. We're trying to put in the work and the effort to grow and to mature and to be like self-aware yeah. and like, you know, we are trying to, to grow and be better. And sometimes when we are just in the head down hustle of just life and young kids, we don't actually see the progress we're making. Yeah. And then we go away and that's what happened for them. They were able to look up because they didn't go with kids. They were able to look up at each other and be like, we're better people here. <laughs> and it was like, cool. no, yeah. it's the first time they've had a hot minute to look yeah. up and realize the progress they've made. Yes. Bless them, which is so true. And, and yeah, we've experienced that. Many, and and many we times. have experienced that. And I share that only, which I, I think it's fine that I share that. Like I share that only because if that's you and you're like, we always feel like we are better people elsewhere. Like, I think you are those people back at your house it's just that you're giving yourself the the mental space to acknowledge it to acknowledge it and be like and look how far we've come appreciate it too and and just like yeah. sit in it and like that's such a great thing yeah like travel does help mark mark the time of like hey we made it from here to there yeah we're doing okay <laughs> and, and and speaking the intentionality like you know brooke and i uh hope that we are living pretty intentional lives and from what we've read and seen from comments is like, that's something that you guys appreciate that we do. And again, our goal is to try to give you language to live a more full life. And, um, so if you're listening to this, like you're, you're in that, like you're trying to be more intentional with your mm. time, your parenting, your faith, your money, all those kinds of things. And yeah. so like, we aren't telling you just to like book the trip, uh, you know, like that's just not oh, our goodness, attitude. No. It's like taking this intentionality and adding the rest that travel brings will create something magical. And so the ha yeah. getting in the, the the habit of doing that will have just like, again, that bell curve effect of like, wow, this really makes a difference. And we've made some life-changing decisions and we've seen some of the best growth coming off of trips and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like, take a trip, you know, like... Instagram the whole thing yeah, and like, come home and get back at it. Yeah. yeah. And so again, just like that, that attitude of intentionality you have towards like talking about money or talking about relationships or mm -hmm. emotions or faith or Sabbath, take that with you when you travel on your vacation or f away for the weekend yeah. and, and, and watch it just do something kind of magical to you and your spouse or you and your family. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like, I just, it's just such a great practice to get into, yeah. which is, I think was Brooke was about to tell us is like, okay, yeah, give, we, the, yeah there's, there's, there's some of you, actual... there's some of you right now who are like, these are my excuses why I don't. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, there's an actual phrase in the Instagram world and I can't, it's like, it's not adventure culture. Ah, it's like the people who only take photos on edges of cliffs and clearly travel everywhere all the time and have a blanket wrapped around them. And there's a term for it and okay. I can't think of it, but like to to what you were saying like that's not what i'm that's not what we're talking yeah. about like go have some adventure where you just feel like you're the coolest and then that that's the right. only point that's not what that's not the kind of travel we're yeah. uh advocating for here but if your travel includes adventure oh absolutely i'm not it. saying don't do yeah. that but like that's not yeah not yeah Anyways, not in that way. so people are gonna have some excuses i don't have the time uh again i, I don't have the money okay yep i have young kids 
or or the reason of just indecision. I, j- I don't know where to go. Okay. I feel overwhelmed. Let me start with I don't have the time. Okay. Uh, and I would challenge you that don't have the time uh, to write down everything you do in a month. Literally moment to or moment. Or even a week. Even a week, even a day. And I'm guessing there will be things on those lists that you can cut out. You Especially know. if you write it down for a yeah. week. Uh, Netflix shows. Uh, Netflix shows. <laughs> uh, scrolling on Instagram. You know entertainment in general. And so like, yeah, we, 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 we have time for the things that we want time for and we yeah. make time for the things that matter. Unfortunately, in the digital digital age, we, our brains are literally being tricked into mm-hmm. thinking that some of this digital entertainment matters more than it does. Yeah. And so we really have to set up rules and, you know, uh, guardrails mm-hmm. to protect our brains from getting tricked into that. And so, you know, yeah. Cause if we don't, if you don't decide once in advance, it will be decided for you. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, I, I think the time I, the, I don't have a time is more of a cultural, like acceptable response that we use in lieu of actually looking at our schedule with a critical eye. Yeah. Like I can say I'm super busy. No one's going to question that. Yeah. But there's part of me that knows like, oh no, I'm just using that as an excuse because yeah. I don't want to have just that afraid or I'm hard just, conversation yeah. with myself about what I'm right. making a priority. Yeah. So and I think if you could write everything down for a week, I mean, a month would be an amazing task. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, last week we kept joking, like we're not picking on kids sports yeah. and, and I'm still not, Yeah. but, and I'm still not, but it's just such a great example that if you did, this is where a month would come into play a little more. If you did write everything down for a month, maybe you would realize using kids sports as the example yep. that like, you feel like the ratio of your time is off. Like yeah. over half of our time is spent doing X. Yeah. Is it really that important to us? More important than travel yeah. or more important than... And that's why we decided to homeschool because we were like, I'm, I'm not, we're not going to let the schedule of a seven-year-old dictate the culture of our family. Yeah. And so does that mean we make sacrifices to homeschool? Yes. Absolutely. But is it worth it because of the family culture and the... And the because the, tomorrow I'm hopping on a plane with two kids for a thousand week. percent. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so so I, I would just push back and say, I don't have time. I don't have the money. Uh, that, that's a, that's another big one. And we're not advocating to travel to Maui or, you know, obviously Maui is a great place to travel to, but like, we're not saying that these trips or these, uh, vacations have to be some sort of elaborate, expensive thing. I think that's where I mentioned the Instagram thing. Like you don't need to go to what's the place off of Italy. Postano or wherever, yeah, like, okay. you know, you know, like everybody's yeah. in a boat and there's yeah. all the white yeah. cliff buildings and you're like, okay, so if I don't go there, yeah, does some it even of count? Our, like <laughs> one of our best family trips ever was to Stone Harbor. We stayed in like a, a tiny little, tiny beach, little not one far bedroom from our Pennsylvania thing house. off season. Um, and it was super, super magical. And like, it was yeah. definitely like a core memory for our family. And oh, hundred percent. It was the highlight of my year that year. And it was, I think the first in inklings that were like, living near water was going to be something that we pursued. Yeah. Like, like I look back at that trip along with a few other trips and I'm like, those are the, that was the marker. Those are the those early are the stepping stones to end up living here. Um, and, and, and you can travel on the cheap, like you don't need, it doesn't need to be an airplane. It can be a car ride. It doesn't even need to be out of your town. It can be across the County or, you know, across the state. Like yeah, there's a lot of different a friends house or a family members house. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're like, oh, my aunt lives there. I could, you know, like for us right now, that like that might be the sweetest thing if you asked if that we, might be you a could stay. Core memory for her, you yeah. know, and yeah. like so it's just like it. It does like the the money thing. You know, I I know that things can be super tight. We've felt that before in our lives. Yeah. Um, 
But even during some of our tightest times, we were still able to like travel with people or travel to a place that's free. Like, yeah. uh, like one time we went to Pittsburgh and your cousin had an, a, had a house, had there. a house there and it was empty. Like the Airbnb and beat it. And then yeah. like we asked and they were like, Oh yeah, it's free. Like go for it. Yeah. And like, we ended up like that ended up being this really cool trip that we yeah. took. Little, uh, but it was, uh, yeah. and so like the, the money thing, yes, it can be a, uh, it's just a, it's just a way to create a creative problem solve. I think like yeah. it can be a stopping issue for maybe a big trip or some sort of lavish thing, but it can also just be a way that you creatively find unique places to go that yeah. might have a, like that, that, <laughs> that might be the place you need to be. And it might just like open up some really great conversation yeah. between you and your spouse or you and your kids that like, Oh, that wouldn't have happened at home. Yeah. Um, well, and I think like, you know, I, we're not sponsored by digit the app, but man, but do we love digit we the be? app? <laughs> should yeah. we be probably Yeah. because it's, it's not a budgeting app. It's just a way to save money. It's like out, an of, out, sight, of, out uh, of sight, out of mind kind of a thing. Yeah. It's smart. It learns your linked money. Show blah, blah, blah. It's linked every time, but that is like so perfectly ideal yeah. for the like, okay, I do feel like money's the hangup. That's going to be our excuse, but I also want traveling to be a priority in 2023. Yeah. So I'm, I'm speaking as so like just somebody else, hypothetically, like let's set up a digit account so that we start saving money and you set your number. And yep. like, I just think it, 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 it's solving that problem for you. And I'm sure there's other apps that do it or there's yep. other ways, but like, it, that's not the hardest problem to solve. Right. It is solvable. Yep. And I think it's super worth figuring out. Um, I have young kids. This is an easy one. Travel with your kids. Like it is core memories for them through and through. It is a core memory for you. Like it will become something that you cherish and remember forever. Even if like, like, like Sunny doesn't remember our first trip to Disneyland. We remember it. You remember yeah. her little. I mean, I've heard bald people say bobbing well, around. I'm not going to take them there. They're not going to remember yeah. it because the kids are so young. And I'm I'm always looking at that person thinking, okay, but you'll remember yeah, it. You'll and remember the older it. siblings will remember yeah. it. So doesn't that count for something? And, and so like obviously there are some <laughs> trips that would definitely be harder with kids, but like every time we've Yeah, I'm not going to go backpacking in a volcano with a uh, six month old. Yeah. That's not my personal vibe. Yeah. But some people it is. But some people it is. You know, is. and so like <laughs> travel with your children. And again, it, it creates a rich family bond that you don't get at home. And so yeah. like I, I've heard a couple of guys in Integrated talk about how the like RV road trips have mm. been this like incredible magical moment. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, what's a way we can do this that makes sense? And so I've decided, I've decided once mm. that every time a kid turns 10, we are going on an RV trip. Yeah. So June is seven right now. When she turns 10, yeah. Sunny will be seven and Daisy will be four. Yeah. RV road trip. Short, long. I don't know. I'm going to start saving for an digit. Rent an <laughs> RV, whatever. Like I got three years to save. Yeah. And then I'll have three more years to save after that. Yeah. So June will be 13. Sunny will be 10. Oh my word. And Daisy will be seven. And yeah. we'll do it all again. Then three years later, June will be 16. Yeah. Sunny will be 13. And Daisy will be 10. And so you think about that as a parent and as a, just a family unit. And there is something incredible there yeah. that you have now unlocked. Yeah. And, and it's just worth planning for. It's worth saving for. It's worth suffering through this, sometimes the harder parts of travel for, because there yeah. is something magical to happen. Some of my best memories with my family are on trips. 
Yeah. You know, and it's the stories that we still tell to this yeah, day. It's, it's so bonding because you are taken out of the, the safety of your daily routine of what you know, and you're put into another situation and another place. And sometimes it feels like another time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's me and you. Yeah. Like we're in this together. Yeah. We're experiencing this together in real time together. And, and if you want to steal the 10 year old RV trip thing, steal it, steal it, steal away, steal away. Uh, and then the last excuse people get is I don't know where to go. Uh, Brooke wrote down, write down what you'd love to do as a kid or ask someone who knows you. Like, yeah, I think we're afraid it's, you know, there's a great ex way that you can ask for help. Yeah. If you have a friend or friends who know you really well and you're the one that's super indecisive, be like, I don't know, where do you think I yeah. should go? And your friends know you, your they, parents yeah, know you. Like they like, might be like, well, you know what we loved in here yeah. and we have this. Yeah. And like, you just don't know if you don't ask. And I also think that, um, you know, writing down what you loved as a kid is such like a helpful guiding, <laughs> guiding thing. Like, I mean, like core things you loved, yeah. not like I loved X TV show and you who to drink, like, yeah. you know, I'm MC not going to plan pants. my trip around that, but like, I loved water. I loved being in the water. I loved animals. I loved like, yeah. all, it was always a summertime. Like, I, I'm not surprised that I've ended up where I've ended up yeah. living <laughs> right? because I'm like, oh. There she was the whole time. And so I do think that that can help guide some of your trips. Or maybe you maybe you rotate, like, who gets to decide or choose, yeah. like, the main, you know, thing or where you want to go. Because for the longest time, you personally love traveling more if a hotel was involved. Yeah. Because, like, like that, when you, I was a kid, that was such that. a huge deal. Yeah. Like, we didn't have a lot of money. So staying in a hotel was always just, like, this super incredible moment of, like, man place got an elevator like we lived in a one-story house so it's yeah. like there's more on top of us yeah like there's just this part that was like really cool and like you know what did tj love as a kid yeah. elevators <laughs> but now we take our kids to a hotel and they lose their minds oh yeah and i was talking to jeremy about it. he's like oh yeah it's like they it's it feels like we've typed up a hotel like we've hyped up disneyland and yeah. they're just like I can't believe I get to experience this. Yeah. This is so cool. Look how long these hallways are. I can run as yes, fast as I can. Yes, look at this window. I can yeah. see buildings outside here. You know, and so yes. like, yeah. Yeah. But you were like, I want my vacation to have air conditioning. Yep. And I was like, okay, that's definitely more important to you than it is to me. Like, yeah. you know, and we've had silly conversations yep. and we've planned different trips with different people as the main person yep. in mind. And that's been really, really cool. Yeah. So again, as you start to practice some of these habits and or talk about where they fit in and if you want them to fit in. Yeah, yeah. we just want to encourage you to, to just try them. And so like, we're not telling you to book some expensive vacation, but just no. maybe plan a trip. And, and and I think another really powerful thing is like us planning a trip, just the two of us, yes. as well as us planning trips as a family. Like yes. we need time to recuperate and rest and be we together do. and have those sort of intimate conversations and moments. Yeah. And so like, there's definitely value in both the, the family traveling and the you know, marriage traveling. Yeah. Well, and we liter literally yesterday, you were like, should I come with you on this trip to Pennsylvania? Yeah. And I was like, no offense to, to you. I said, I'd love for you to come and no offense to Daisy, but I would really like for this just to be a trip experience with just me and the big girls because I don't want to be going around a baby's nap schedule. Yeah, and spending extra coins on... And like figuring yeah. all that out. And like, I just, I don't think that's what this trip is for. And so even this little tiny trip yeah. has its own unique like purpose in in like our family culture and yep. bonding which is really cool so travel oh i just hit a button oh <laughs> <laughs> travel it's worth it and uh I, I think you'll see the fruits of it if you make it a practice in your life you'll, mm -hmm. you'll start to see the fruits over and over again yeah uh, so that's all we've got for you guys this week 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Yes. We really, really appreciate it, especially those of you in Slovenia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you got to say? No. That's all we got to say. So thanks for listening. Thanks for making us a part of your week. Okay. Okay, I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.